The Mind Aware, 219. We're redefining who we are and how we're supposed to live. That little four-step transition transitions the inner critic into an inner coach. I really believe that it was that excitement and that passion and that, that drive that I had that kept me going. Oh my God, I love it here. Hello, everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show, and welcome. So you hear all the buzz these days. You know, they've got these buzzwords like authentic, transparent. You know, everybody's saying, like, be yourself. Be successful by being the authentic you. You'll find your tribe. You know, all of those kind of buzzwords. And for some people, it invokes fear, right, being yourself, like, what if people don't like me and I'm really myself? And for some people, it just invokes confusion, like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Who am I? What do you mean be my authentic self? So I have a really interesting guest today that I know you're going to really enjoy. I am here with Pamela Horton. She is the host over at Calling the Real You. Isn't that just a great name for a podcast? Like Calling the Real You. I love, love, love that name. She's a trusted spiritual advisor, and she's going to help us unravel this. Hi, Pamela. Hi, Dana. Hi, everyone. It's so good to have you here, Pamela. You know, I first of all, you're a genius with that title. You're such a good namer. That is such a good calling the real you. I mean, I think that really almost speaks to people's hearts. And so help us unravel what that means. What do you mean when you say calling the real you and what should it mean to the listener? Yes. Uh, thank you for having me on your show, first of all. And calling the real you actually was downloaded to me five years ago go in the springtime. I was doing a lot of reading, a lot of studying. I was going through coaching school at the time. And I was also going through a difficult time just in life in general in terms of transition. And through my studies, I was asking, you know, how can I be of service? How can I bring to what what it is that I'm learning to the world? And calling the real you is just came to me like a lightning bolt and it just stuck. And I created a blog around that, etc. So thank you. I'm not so much I'm not sure I'm a, a genius but but I, I definitely receive messages well, so and I move forward with them. <laughs> you are a genius. I love it. I love it. So, Thank so yes, you. tell so calling us. Real you. Um, every morning we wake up, and we wake up normally with titles such as mom, daughter, brother, son, employee, business owner, you name it. We have a label or a title that's been applied to us, but not just the title has been applied to us. It's also other people's perceptions of us, their judgments, what they expect of us, and we end up going through life operating like that and through their expectations and not really giving ourselves the time to figure out what it is or who it is that we are. And what I've come to understand is the real you, the real me, the real essence of who anyone is, is always connected to their higher power, their God, their creator, whatever terminology that they use. I want to be very respectful here. For me, it is God or my my creator and that the real you is always connected to them to that, that source, that energy. And because of that connection, we are always peaceful, we are always compassionate, we are always forgiving, and we are just so much more than the labels that have been applied and placed and that we operate under. And it's so counterintuitive that if we don't allow ourselves to just stop and understand that there is actually two two personas, so to speak, in, in each of us, 
then we won't ever really connect with the real you. And then there will be fear and people won't be comfortable speaking in public or doing video calls, for example. Right, right. Oh, my gosh. You just said so much. I want to, to recap a few things because that was really so rich with content. So first of all, I like this observation that you made that it's almost like we aren't even who we are. We're a reflection of who other people see us to be. We all have so many labels and we have so many expectations from other people in our lives that really so much of who we are isn't really who we decide we are, but it's a reflection of the other people around us. So I think that's a really valid point that I don't want to get lost there. The other thing, too, then, what I think I hear you saying is that it kind of reminds me a little bit of almost like there's chatter and there's the thinking mind, there's the conscious mind that's busy and making plans and thinking. And then it sounds to me like what you're saying is this connected part, whether you call it God or spirit or source or Allah or whatever you call it, this connected part, or maybe you call it the unconscious mind too, who knows? I mean, it could be anything, right? You know, mm-hmm. it could. it's the part of you that's quiet, It's the part of you that's knowing. It's the part of you that maybe almost even observant or something. Do you have a, is that, am I getting that right? Am I paraphrasing that back okay? Have you got that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And it gets lost, right? When we are too busy, when we're listening to that negative self-talk or when we are listening to the judgments that have been placed over us all these years, like you're, you're too shy. Well, if, if someone tells you enough, that you're too shy and you grow up believing that you're too shy, then you are an adult that's too shy and you're missing out on a lot of opportunities. But the reality is the real you is is bigger than life, is more powerful than what you can possibly imagine. And and that's what I try to do is, is really uh, educate others that there's this whole other side to you. And so how do you connect with it? You know, let's say somebody's listening to this and they're going like, huh. That's interesting. You know, I haven't thought about it, but it rings true for me. What kind of steps could somebody take to start to be more connected? Well, we hear a lot about breathing more, meditation, um, guided meditations, etc. And those are, they're all, all excellent tools. They're there for a reason. And I do agree with the breathing one, especially. Um, the first thing I would love to offer up is most of us breathe very shallowly and in our lungs. And then we hold our lung or air somewhere in our body. And not most of us don't ever really breathe in a full belly's worth of air. And so I invite anyone who's interested in really connecting with the real you to do just that and do it as often as you need to until you can get a really great, serious breath inside of you. And as soon as your belly is inflated, to hold your breath for three or four counts and then just sigh, this really beautiful sigh of air coming out of your mouth. And when you do that enough times, what happens is you really just, you almost reset yourself, you almost reset your brain, your body, and you become in tune and you become aware of what's going on inside of you. So that's one way that I'd love to offer up. And then the other way is to actually pay attention to your body language. Where are your shoulders? Are they up to your earlobes? Right. How are you sitting? What's your posture look like? Are you are you someone whose foot is consistently tapping or are you consistently tapping your fingers? These are actual physical distractions that we have created for ourselves. Even the way that we stand, these are all physical distractions that we have learned to incorporate into our lives to be able to deflect, dismiss, and disassociate from any kind of uncomfortableness that might be experiencing at that time. And so when we become aware of what it is that we are doing, 
or how we are holding our bodies, for example, you tune right into the real you. It takes practice, but it's definitely helpful. I think that's really interesting because it's funny because with Train Your Brain, one of the things we talk about is when you change your body language, you change your mind. You change the way you feel or you think. You know, there's this old exercise where if you stand tall like Superman, before you make a phone call, you start to feel confident. What I hear you saying is this is the same exact thing, but it's a little bit almost in reverse in the sense of find opportunities to be aware of your body language because it will give you a hint into your mind. It'll give you a hint into how you're feeling. This one about breathing, too, I don't want that to be dismissed or forgotten so easily because every time I hear somebody say that we breathe shallow, I think, oh, yeah, I've got to be more aware of that because we do. It's so easy to breathe shallow. I'm almost thinking you should put an alarm on your phone and do it like 10 times a day where you just say, okay, I'm going to do three big deep breaths, or I'm going to do deep breaths for 60 seconds or something like that 10 times a day. Maybe you could do the same thing with body language, too, because I think these are really, really solid and important exercises that you're giving. The reminders work beautifully. That's what I tell my clients all of the time is to set their reminders through their phones, let them chime in. And seriously, even if they're on the phone during that time, there's nothing preventing them from putting on mute, listening still, but putting the person on the other line on mute and taking some nice deep breaths while the other person's breathing. Or if they're in a meeting, they can certainly sit up straight and figure out where it is in their body that they're holding their breath. The tension usually resides somewhere, right? <laughs> I'm probably all clutched over. Always right. the shoulders for me. I got to drop those shoulders back. Oh, that just the way of the world. It. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> so, you know, it's interesting in the context of what we're talking about here, we're really talking about being more connected, being more connected to spirit, being more connected to our higher selves, to God, to whatever we consider could be the collective unconscious that we're more connected to. And what you're saying is it all really begins, our connection begins with our breath and our body. And if we're more aware and more in our body, we're going to feel more connected. Very true. Our body is the biggest messenger for how it is that we're feeling. And I also feel it's the biggest messenger from spirit or God, except, again, whatever title you want to apply there, because... Our body is going to manifest what's happening, whether it's there's a disconnect or there's an emotional disconnect, for example. In fact, I think it was Louise Hay who has her book, Heal Your Body, where there's different organs that are associated with emotions. And so if you're someone who's suffering from, dare I say, bladder infections even, urinary tract infections, the connection there is there's might be anger there. You're, we might be ticked off or you know, I don't want to say the word. You have to peeved, peeved, right? <laughs> pissed off. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> like I don't know if I can say that. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I was so funny. I wasn't even thinking of that, but it makes sense what you're saying. If you're pissed off, you're going to have a bladder infection. Oh my gosh, that's very interesting. There is a lot of correlation, or a lot of study done in that correlation between the thoughts and the emotions that you're feeling because of those thoughts and the part of the body that's affected. So, you know, this is really backed up in science, everything you're saying, too. So with regards to feeling more connected then, because I think people can understand the benefits of this, but I'm thinking that the benefits really have to do with being more centered, being more aware, being more present. And when you've got that gap, that opportunity for pause before you react to things, it's easier to be the real you, isn't it? 
very much so. You're the calm in the storm. You're the eye of the storm when you are centered in that way, when you're truly connected. You're always the eye in the storm because we're always connected, but it's just a matter of, again, getting back to that center. And what people don't understand is that when you are as connected as someone such as yourself or someone who practices this consistently, there could be absolute chaos going on around in your world and things could be falling apart, but you are able to observe it and witness it in a way that you are not attached. And there's peace with that. And the real you is peace. The real you is grounded. I like that. I like that. It's really like the observer stance. You don't get so connected to it because you see the broader picture that all is well and it's all working out fine. And even when it looks like it's not working out fine, it is Mm -hmm. working out fine and things are unfolding perfectly. And to have more faith in that and more trust, you know, and I I really I love everything you're saying, Pamela, really good stuff. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. We're going to take a really short break. We're talking to Pamela Horton. I want to make sure that you know where to find her because I'm sure you're enjoying this as much as I am. Go find her over at callingtherealyou.com. And if you add a slash Dana at the end, so callingtherealyou.com slash Dana, guess what? Pamela's got a free gift for you. So you can go check that out while we're on break. Just remember to come right back because you know what? When we come back, I'm going to ask Pamela her best tip for getting started today. What if you could be connected right now? even while you're listening to this. Wouldn't that be cool? Well, you'll find out how. Come right back. See you soon. I don't know about you, but now that I understand Train Your Brain and the power of mindset, I want to be around other people who get it. That's why I joined Train Your Brain U at trainyourbrainu.com. So many experts are training the old tired stuff like work hard, get out of your comfort zone, discipline yourself, blah, blah, blah. I can't even listen to it anymore. I really just want to learn from and mingle with people who understand that getting happy is the fastest path to success. I want to grow my business the easy way. That's why I joined Train Your Brain U at trainyourbrainu.com. And did I mention that it's only a dollar a day? It's incredible. Go ahead and check it out for yourself at trainyourbrainu.com. That's trainyourbrainu.com. TrainYourBrainU.com. Hi, this is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. I'm talking to Pamela Horton. She is the host over at the podcast called Calling the Real You. She's a trusted spiritual advisor, and she's really talking to us today about how to be more connected. That's what the real you is. CallingTheRealYou.com is where you can learn more about her. And if you go to CallingTheRealYou.com slash Dana, she's got a free gift for you. What we have been talking about today is really how the real you is the connected you. The real you is the one that's behind that noisy chatter of a mind we've got. The real you is that knowing, quiet, connected you that we all can sense and now we're putting a name to, right? So... Let's say somebody's listening to this, Pamela, and they think, I want a piece of that. I want to just experience that just for a moment. I want to have that feeling of being connected, and I want to know how to access it easier and easier. What would you suggest somebody do today? Ask for it. Ask for it. Because there's spirit is always with us. 
100% of the time. Um, granted, they may not be in the shower with us or when we're doing intimate things, but they're there. And you are able to absolutely ask. Just if you are able to ask with your heart and every cell that you are, and what I mean by that is you're in that moment. You're truly asking for it. It's not off the fly. It's not while you're texting somebody. It's not while you're doing 300 other things. You simply just stop and you ask, please, how is it that I can connect? Show me how to be of service to myself and to others. And then just be quiet. And the answer will come to you. The answer will come. Questions are powerful. And when you do that, when you take that pause and you ask that question, how can I be of service? How can I be connected in this moment? How can I be present in this moment? What's the next logical step on my path? Any of those things, you have a certain expectation of receiving the answer. And it's nice because, you know, you're putting out that intention, that expectation, and really just getting quiet even for a second. You know, it doesn't have to be complicated. People think of Mm -hmm. being connected as something like, oh, I've got to go sit in an ashram in silence for 30 days. I'm not going to find out my, you know, it doesn't have to be hard, does it? It's right here with us all the time. We can access this knowing anytime we want to. So I just love that. Any parting shot, Pamela? This has been so interesting and so fun spending time with you. Thank you. I feel the same way, Dana. It's been great. <laughs> you know, I do want to, and I encourage and I invite everyone, if you, if you are taking the steps to ask, if you're taking the steps to be aware of your body, what it's saying to you, have the courage to move forward on what you are being guided to do. So if you ask, how can I be present? How can I be of service? How can I be in the moment right now? How can I connect? And you're, you might be driving, you might be at a stoplight, and you might be so frustrated from the day, and you're at your wit's end, and, th- and that's when you choose to ask the question. Well, if you are guided to take a left versus going right on your way home, I highly encourage you to actually act on that, because that's your next step. It will bring you to an area that you may not know is the answer to your prayers. And I have examples, and I'm happy to share with them, but I know that we have, we're have we sensitive on time. But no, go, definitely ahead, go ahead. Give me an example. We'd love to hear it. So one woman, one client of mine, I had given her that very same advice, and she did. She was guided to take a different direction from home, uh, from work, excuse me, going to home. And that led her to a yard sale. And um, she was miserable in her job. She wanted something different. She wasn't living according to her passions, and she really, quite frankly, wasn't making enough money. And she wanted more. She wanted to, she wanted more of a career. And so when she was driving home from work that day, she listened to instructions, right? When she asked and she went down this other street, had a yard sale, stopped. That yard sale was home. The woman who owned the home was a HR director of a Fortune 500 company. They were looking to hire somebody in her field that she wanted to go into, and they did just started this spontaneous conversation. They were strangers, and then three months later, she was actually hired to go work in that company. So you just never, ever, ever know, and through her asking, it made her connect immediately with her source, her God, or God, and then she ended up getting a job three months later. Don't you just love stories like that? I yes. love that. That's always a goose bumper. Oh, that's so yeah. good. Thank you for sharing that, Pamela. This has been really interesting. I so appreciate you being here. I appreciate you, Dana. Thank you for having me. And thank you, everybody, for joining us. You get this, right? You hear what Pamela's saying. Go check her out. Go check out her podcast, callingtherealyou.com. Add that slash Dana at the end, and you've got a free gift. But you can see 
what she's really saying is this doesn't have to be complicated. This doesn't have to be hard. This isn't where you have to take a test or figure out who you really are. This isn't where you have to dig deep into your childhood and wonder what happened, why you're not being authentic. This is about realizing that it's right there with you anytime you want it. Anytime you just want to stop and breathe, take a deep breath and pay attention to your body language and relax your body and stand tall and ask, ask, ask for what you want. Ask for that presence of mind. Ask for that connection because you know what? It's always right here ready for us anytime. And you know what? You can do that now. You can do that today. It's so easy to be connected. And when you're connected, you're more present. You're more aware. You're more the real you. So if you're ready to be the real you, go out and play with this today. And we will see you next time on The Mind Aware. Uh, I don't know if this is the right analogy, but it's like, kind of like being drunk and like you got to get into your house. You know, like, okay, just walk <laughs> up the walkway, you know, one foot in front of the other. Holy free holies, right? Oh, they'll get my smile later. Later they'll think that that crazy lady was smiling at me. <laughs> You're oh, doing yeah. the dishes and he's playing the banjo. We're talking fresh from your juicer. Each day is a new life we can create. And not looking at your smartphone or thinking about your next meeting, but just listening to people. If you're aware that we own a monkey. Because we're all about joy here at the Mind Aware, right?